Podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 207, and welcome to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Beautiful, by the way, Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know what's happened. I've never experienced in August like this, but here's the thing, like I had a, a full plan of recording some podcasts this week. It has been raining for three days in Phoenix. That never happens. I mean, I was here, we were here for 10 years before we just moved back. I've never seen like three days in a row in torrential rains, you know? So it's like everyone's freaking out. Native Arizonians are like freaking out because they've never experienced anything like that. So Back on the front porch, my chairs are a little wet, but that's okay, right? Because back, I'm here working through some passages. I have some really fun news of what happened uh, this week in the Goki family. We have been waiting for four months. We put a deposit on a little puppy four months ago, and we just picked it up yesterday. His name is Huxley. He's what's called a wired hair griffin. This is a breed I've been like, I, I just have been wanting, desiring so bad to have a big dog again. We've had two kind of small dogs for a while. And so I got my big dog back and, but I'm also in straight up puppy mode. You know, like this dog went to bed at like 1030 last night and then howled until midnight. And so let him out. He finally went to sleep and slept from midnight to five and then was howling again, got him up, took him outside and then had to play with him. So I uh, am a little sleepy today because I'm on puppy duty, but I'm, I'm having so much fun. This little thing is so cute. Uh, you can go look on my personal Instagram page if you want to go see what this puppy looks like. But And I rarely post stuff, so I'm like super excited. The family is so excited. And all of our, bo- our two boys got the opportunity to raise the puppies that uh, we've had in the past. And uh, But Mika's never gotten an opportunity to raise a puppy. So this is her puppy to learn how to raise and so she's really excited and we're really excited to have Huxley be a part of our family but I also know I am in for the pain for the next uh, few weeks and honestly probably the next year but after that this dog's gonna be gold (laughs) I just know it so uh, I just want to say thank you again I, I, I say this every single episode but I really do appreciate all of you tuning in and And so many new listeners that I love hearing about that have found the podcast or see people have talked about it. So really love that. So thank you so much for being here. And if this is your first episode, welcome. So glad you're here. Uh, And then for those of you who give monthly on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Thank you so much. And there's been a bunch of you who've given to me on Venmo. Yeah, they've given on Venmo. So just wanted to say thanks to all of you who continue to make this podcast possible and the devotional. So if you haven't gotten your devotional, you can go to Amazon, type in Front Porch Devotional. It's all yours for $10. $10 you can get yours. But uh, you giving these donations and purchasing the devotionals allow me the opportunity to continue to do more and more of this. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I genuinely appreciate it. Okay, our passage for today, John 14, 15. I love small verses. They pack a punch, right to the point. John 14, 15, Jesus says this, If you love me, you will keep my commands, my commandments. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Hey, you can memorize that one today. If you love me, John 14, 15, if you love me, you will keep my 
commands. When I was a kid, I, I grew up in Ohio. You know, and, and if you've been to Ohio, you've been like, yeah, I, it's enough. Like, but I, gr- I grew up in Ohio, uh, grew up in the Midwest. I was actually born in Michigan, but we moved to Ohio, I think, when I was two. So I spent my the entirety of my childhood in Ohio. And one of the things you find in Ohio is just vast pastures. And in Ohio, I guess, like, I was just kind of maybe as a kid born or uh, bored and you know, my friends and I, we would, you know, hang out and have fun. And, and, but every once in a while, you know, we, you always inevitably, you know, you, have you ever you know, seen Tommy Boy where they do cow tipping? Like, that's a real thing. It's not like in a movie, like, that's funny. No, that movie is filmed in Ohio, and cow tipping is a real thing in Ohio. And so I would hear friends go cow tipping. Now, me myself, I never did it, but eh, we would wander around and, you know, rock, you know, we're kids, having fun. Uh, going around pastures, but I remember this one time we're kind of in this field and there's an electric fence. And I don't know how old I was, maybe 10, you know, all my friends, you know, this is the 80s, so my parents were like, just make sure you're back by dinner. So we're out having fun and, and, and there was a sign and it, and it said, don't touch the electric fence. Okay, fair enough. And so my friends are like, you got to pee on it, like pee on the electric fence. And I was like, nah, and they're like, come on, pee on the electric fence. You're not touching it, right? Pee on the electric fence. And so I'm like, okay. So all of us boys decided to have some fun and we, we peed on the electric fence. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to t- uh, touch an electric fence to get shocked by it because that shock traveled up that urine stream, a little graphic I know, and it knocked me on my butt all of us boys knocked us on our butts we were in immense amount of pain and we thought like listen I, I i didn't touch it with my hand right so why did i get shocked right and the electric fence is like listen dude just figure out science that's how it works right i i love this passage because i think what it invites us into is this it's very kind of black and white and a lot of times in scripture, we're trying to go like, okay, just give me, there's a lot of gray, right? So just give me the black and white. Give me the things that I need to know. And by the way, when I talk about black and white, I'm not talking about race. What I'm talking about are these principles in which we are to live by. Jesus, through his, his writer, John, the disciple he loves, right? Tells us, listen, if you love Jesus... You will keep his commandments. It is that clear cut. It is that direct. And what I love about the gospel writer, John, and if you, John's like, if you've listened to this podcast, you'll know, John's like my favorite gospel. I love John. And historically, John has been known as, the the, the book has been known as, uh, as the eagle. And this is why. Because John starts off in John 1 way up high. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, right? And so you can imagine like this eagle, like high above. That's how the narrative is. Way up here, Jesus is God. But then through his gospel, he starts zooming in and zooming in, kind of like an eagle coming in to to, to get a fish off a lake or, or, or to land on a tree, right? And so this is a part where he's zooming way in, and he's going like, look, Jesus is with his disciples, and he's going in upper room discourse. Listen, if you love me, right? If you love me, you'll keep my commands. And in the context of this passage, which is so, so interesting, the context of this passage is around the Holy Spirit. And what he's explaining to the disciples is, I need to go away. The Spirit of God's going to come. He is the helper. 
and he is going to lead you and he is going to guide you into obedience, into following God and all that God has for you, right? Don't resist the spirit of God, right? And so he starts off this particular section where he's talking about the Holy Spirit with this kind of very very straightforward declaration of if you love me, hey, you can just see him, just see him. Watch, look in your mind, in your imagination. See him around the table. They're talking. He goes, "Hey, gay, hey guys, if you love me, you're gonna keep my commandments. That's what people who love me do, which is really cool. And sometimes you, in scripture, what you can do, it's really helpful. You can flip the passage. So let's flip the passage here and it says this, if you commit, if you keep my commands, it shows that you love me. Right? So obe- obedience to God is not just like this very like the authoritarian thing you should do. Like God's not like like obey me or else. Right? Now there if you read in the Old Testament, right? There there are things where it, like in Deuteronomy, he's laying out for the Israelites, if you do this, you're this is what you get blessing if you don't do this this is what you get and it's captivity it's painful it's hard right he's kind of laying that out for us here in the context of jesus coming then the kingdom has come right and that's why i invite your will to be done on earth as in heaven he's like keep my commandments and those who keep my commandments right if you can keep my commandments it shows that you love me it's inviting you into this, for you and for me, this incredible accountability. If you keep my commandments, it proves, it shows that you love me, that you're following after me. And what I find so interesting in our culture today is this idea around, and I've just, it started to pop up. It's been around for a long time, but it's started to pop up in this language like my truth. Like, and it's what I believe and what I think. And, 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 and Jesus here is like, nope, it's what God thinks. And God's inviting us into obedience. And, and we will do that because we love him. And if we don't do that, we are practically saying, I don't love you. I don't want to follow your way. I don't do what you want to do. And if you think in the context of marriage, it's so often so helpful I don't sleep with other women. I don't flirt with other women because I love my wife. And and I want to honor the covenant that I've made with her. I want to stay I want to stay holy and and I want I and I want to stay pure in our relationship. And so my my fidelity in in, in reality shows is is fueled by this love that I have for in, for Patty, in the same way, our fidelity, our obedience to God is this way in which do we declare not only to him, but to the whole world who we're following. And it's so important for us to, re- like, the Bible is not just a book of suggestions. It's inviting us into a Jesus life, a God life for his glory and as we live this out it will be clear to the world that we are different right paul's going to invite i think i believe it's paul or peter i can't remember who says that we're aliens in this world no i think it's peter we're, we're aliens in this world right people look around and they go wow you're different you love different 
right? You are filled with peace and patience and goodness and kindness. And your long-suffering is self-control. These are the fruits of the Spirit in which we as believers, if we live these out as we're commanded to do, it shows the world who we love, who we follow. So I wonder what it is to take on love as a lifestyle. And so often as we define love, it's kind of this puppy dog experience, this, oh, she's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, I just love her. I just have all the feelings. Every time I'm around her, I get the warm fuzzies, right? This is so much more than that. This is like, no, no, no. You move past the warm fuzzies into full covenant relationship with God. And as you do that, the way you define your relationship with him is the way in which you follow him in fidelity, in a covenant-keeping relationship with him, which is what we find when Jesus is being tempted in the desert, Satan's trying to distract him, right? Pull him away from who he is and who God's called him to be. And Jesus shows us, you can resist the devil and he will flee. And we are being invited to do the same thing. And in the context of this passage, kind of the how of this passage, how will we do this? How this passes, you and I truly have to learn to listen to the helper, to listen to God the Spirit. He is leading us into that fidelity. He is leading us into obedience, not in some demanding way. Shame on you. No, no, that's not, that's, those are, that's not the language of God. Right? That's not the language of God. God is inviting us into a love relationship with us. Remember where it says, it's your kindness, Lord, that leads us to repentance. He's telling us, no, 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 no. Don't go there. Don't do that. Don't live that way. And if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you feel that and sense that because the Spirit of God is in you. Follow him. And he is leading you into fidelity so that you can bask in this love relationship with God your Father. This is what you're being invited into. And what I love is this is that Jesus, he died and he rose again in obedience to the Father. But more importantly, it was the evidence of his love to God the Father, right? Yes, he obeyed him, right? But it was his love of God the Father that called him to go, not my will, but yours be done. And we are being invited to do the exact same thing because true obedience to God is fueled, fueled by love. So the question is this, are you keeping the commandments of God in which we find in the scripture? And if you're wondering what one of those is, I can make it, it's the simplest one. And it's the one that Jesus used to summarize all the commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love others as you love yourself. That's what we're being invited into. If you love God, you will follow his commandments. Father God, we need your help. We're trying to figure out what it is to love you. And you've laid it out through through your son Jesus. Follow my commandments. Follow after me. And you will honor and be blessed by that way of living, by that love. And you will lead us into life everlasting in this life and into the next. So beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe 